All right, back here on the Sports Rundown with uh, what's been described by many as the greatest young legal mind of our generation, my friend Jeff, who is, uh, as I told you before in the last segment, was one of the most brilliant minds to ever grace the halls of Harvard Law School. Does, Har- no one ever. Does Harvard Law School have a name, or is it just Harvard? Is it like Wharton is like a business school, or is there like a no, there's person? No, there's no, no name. name? No, they have halls. No really old white dude that it's named after. They have a lot of really old white dudes that have buildings named after them, but there's no school name. Okay. Well, soon it will be the Huberman Law School in like in like 100 years. Very, just, very doubtful. You just, you just watch. But there's a chance. So anyways, we're continuing our conversation about these NFL players protesting during the National Anthem and where that falls in terms of the First Amendment. And Jeff just told you because they are working for a private corporate corporation, basically the NFL, that the First Amendment doesn't really apply to them. Now, that doesn't mean that what they're doing is something that should be punished, but as president trump has suggested he believes they should so what i wanted to ask you jeff is what ways are freedom of speech protected by the constitution and i know you said this doesn't fall under that but say they were demonstrating outside of the nfl what ways are they protected under the law right well i think you know given that this is uh related to the flag i think one of the most important things to talk about here is that the first amendment does not solely protect you know spoken words or speech and some of the most famous first amendment cases have actually come out of situations where there was no actual uh speech involved um take the flag there was a very famous case in uh either the late 80s or or early uh, 1990s uh johnson versus the united states or maybe johnson versus texas where uh somebody burned an american flag i think outside of either the dnc and or the rnc and there were both state and federal laws at the time banning, um, I think essentially was called degradation of the flag or destruction of the flag. And this person was, was burning the American flag as a protest. And he was uh, charged under these statutes. And he successfully argued in front of the Supreme Court that burning the flag was an expressive conduct. Essentially, his actions were, were expressing his core beliefs and that those beliefs uh, were entitled to First Amendment protections, any one. And this is uh, always ranked as one of the least popular Supreme Court decisions because this country and the people in this country feel very strongly about the flag. But one of the things that's sort of you know great about the First Amendment and a lot of things about the Constitution in, ge- in general is that it's counter-majoritarian and it's designed to protect minorities, minority impulses, minority beliefs from the majority. So even though a majority of Americans seemingly would like to punish people criminally for burning the American flag or kneeling during the anthem or maybe kneeling during the anthem, those are constitutionally protected. Again, when I say constitutionally protected, that means the government, not Jerry Jones, not the NFL, the government cannot criminally prosecute you or fine you for that behavior. But that doesn't mean that Jerry Jones can't fire you. Now, I'm going to sort of lead into our next question here. Just because the First Amendment doesn't prohibit that, that doesn't mean that these players wouldn't have legal recourse if Jerry Jones or any of the owners or Goodell, you know, put out a rule saying that any player who kneels should be fined, suspended, cut. Right. So that's that's sort of happening right now. So would these players, what would their legal recourse be if they were cut, benched, lost any sort of income because of these protests? 
Well, I think one of the things that actually happened this week is that uh, a local union in Dallas um, is arguing that the players, because they are in a union, are their protest is essentially uh, protected union activity. So they're trying to argue that there are, you know, various federal laws protecting uh, unionization and, um, you know, workers their right to collectively bargain, etc. And this union is arguing that this is actually a collective action, essentially. The reason why I don't really think it's that strong of an argument is because it's not really clear how this protest connects to their workplace or their working conditions, which I would imagine, and I'm, I, I really don't know much about uh, labor law, but I would imagine there has to be some connection to your workplace. But another possibility is that there are state laws protecting um, political activity, and why don't we talk about that on the next interview? All right, yeah, we'll wrap up the interview with the uh, next segment, so keep listening here on the Sports Rundown.